I'm your host, Dan Harris, and welcome back to another episode of Minds on B2B. Thank you so much, everyone, for clicking, subscribing, sharing, downloading, and of course, listening to our podcast. This is a weekly show dedicated to helping busy B2B executives, marketers, and sales professionals stay informed, learn something new, and perhaps apply a lesson learned or run with an idea shared by our guests. As we say at Minds On, all of our minds together are better than any one mind alone. Who knows? You just might like what you hear, connect, and network with us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I can't wait to get into this episode, and I need to tell you a little backstory. So a few months ago, I was attending the Sales 3.0 conference in Chicago, and I met a gentleman there, and we started having conversations about sales, marketing, lead gen, nurturing, uh, all the things that we live with day to day. And he started talking to me about how artificial intelligence can become an assistant to you, to your team, and to your company and help you close more deals through artificial intelligence. So obviously, my interest was piqued. I met this gentleman. His name is Ilan Kassan. Now, Elon is the co-founder and the CEO at Exceed.ai, E-X-C-E-E-D.ai. And he's an accomplished product leader with proven success. He was telling me about the products that he created, the user experiences and how important they were, the strategy and the execution of building products that the users love and enterprises will buy. So I want to welcome Elon to the show. I know you're going to love this episode. So Elon, welcome to the show. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself. All right. So first of all, thank you very much uh, for having me on your show today. You bet. My name is uh, Ilan Kazan. Um, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Exceed AI. We are an AI uh, company uh, for sales and marketing. We are based out of uh, Tel Aviv. This is where I grew up. Although I was actually born in South Africa, and I spent most of my adult life in Silicon Valley. And prior to Exceed AI, I worked for WebEx, the conferencing uh, company that was then acquired by Cisco. And while I was there, I was managing the product team. And now you're in this business called Exceed.ai. Now, to kind of set this up, let's not talk about technology for a second, right? Um, let's talk about the person that you're solving problems for. Who, who is that? Can you describe them? Okay. So let me uh, give an example of a company okay. uh, that recently contacted us and became a customer. Uh, they're a fast-growing company out of uh, Utah in the HR space. And the reason they contacted us because they get thousands of leads every month. Wow, that's a problem. <laughs> well, it's a good problem to have. It is a great problem to have. And they get it from multiple sources, from the website, some are downloading content, they get it from trade shows, events, even lists that they buy. Now, leads have a tendency to accumulate. If you get 5,000, 10,000 every, every month, after a year, you can have almost 100,000 leads. Yeah. Now, the challenge with leads is that when you get a lead, you don't, really you don't know where he is in their journey. Are they just doing their research? Do they want to buy now? Are they just snooping around? Are they educating themselves? Mm -hmm. um, it's unclear. Now, to determine that, the only real way to do it is to have a conversation with, those, with yeah. the lead. Um, 
marketing has a challenge because their goal is to bring a marketing qualified lead to sale. But the only way to really know if somebody is qualified is not if he signed up for a demo or downloaded a piece of content or visited your site three times. The only way to know if somebody is qualified is to ask him a question. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to buy? How many transactions do you do per month? Uh, are you the decision maker? What's your timeline? But marketing cannot have those conversations at scale with their customers. The only way they can do it is just look at some external factors, mm -hmm. look at the firmographics, personal information, do some lead enrichment, and based on behavioral information say, okay, in the right industry, right title, uh, seems like a good lead, he visited our website twice, let's send him over to sales. Now guess what happens when sales gets it? He sends him an email and the guy says, I'm not interested. I was just doing some research. Why are you even reaching out to me? And that's a challenge, right? And that's where also the tension between marketing and sales. It's huge. And I think that when you look at the scale, right, when you say 100,000 leads a year and sales is being bombarded, that's a problem for sales. Like, give me better information so I can make a deal. Because right. that's their job, right? Close the deal. Close the deal. Close exactly. The deal. Yeah. And by the way, a lead that is not ready today might be ready in six months or yep. nine months. Yeah. Okay. And sales, you know, salespeople want the fresh leads. They want the hot leads now. If a lead says, hey, contact me in 12 months, I haven't seen the sales rep who will go and put a reminder to contact <laughs> somebody in 12 months. He probably assumes he's either not going to be there or he's going to be in a different position over there anyway. Exactly. So where we come in is we developed a technology that enables marketers to take their company sales playbook, which is really how they want to handle objections, what's a qualified lead, what type of questions they want to ask those leads. So those are really, when you say conversation, start a conversation, that playbook ends up being the types of questions you want to ask to create those conversations. Is that correct? Right. Okay. The best way to think of it is how you would train a sales development rep in his training, when you're going to give him a deck or a document, here's what you need to know about, here's what the qualified leads look like. These are the type of questions to ask him. If somebody wants to see a demo before you schedule the demo, make sure A, B, C. Uh, if somebody asks you about pricing, this is how you should respond, and this is who you need to send him over to. We know to take this information and automate this conversation okay. over, over email. So now marketers can have those two-way conversations with lead, leads, ask some questions, handle basic objections, and when the lead is actually qualified, only then hands them over to sales. Okay, so here's a, here's a I just want to clarify for the audience, I want to make sure you heard email. Email, right? correct. Email, because uh, I know if you're listening, you're thinking, well, they're on the website and they're qualifying, and it's chat, because chat actually is in real time. This is taking it to that next level. It's what an SDR would do, right? They'd, right. they'd send an email. So we I want to clarify that for everybody. Absolutely. Is, and yeah. We can have a conversation that can go over 12 months. Yeah. Right? I'll give you an example. Somebody might say, oh, um, I just wanted to get some basic information. We're very early in our journey. We're just doing our basic research. Do you mind uh, contacting me in six months? So we will automatically detect, one, send them the information they need yeah. over email. Respond and say, no problem. I will follow up with you in six months. And in the meantime, we will send them, we'll send that lead to like a prospect nurturing campaign for six months. We'll check in with them every 
30 days, maybe send them additional information and additional contact, uh, additional content. And then after six months, we'll then uh, reach up again and say, hey, is that a good time? Would you want to jump on a quick call? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. And so if we have this conversation starting through email with uh, a prospect who's been to our site and marketing, they've subscribed to, let's say they subscribe to our, our webinar series or our newsletter, that, that marketing effort is going on at the same time while these conversations are being built. Is that correct? You, you can set the system up that way, right? Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. not replacing a marketing automation tool. Typically, a marketing automation tool is very unpersonal, right? Nicely yeah. designed emails with a call to action to click, you know, to click a link. Yeah. Uh, what we know to do is have personalized conversation with a, with a call to action, maybe to download content, but also to potentially respond. Right, because it knows more information based on where it was at. And I, I like that idea because you still need to build brand awareness in the market and mm -hmm. nurture people as they um, are across the web looking at different things. But this is, because they've been here and started, you started asking a question, you're moving them closer to you because you're, it's with intent, right? It's just not a focus to say, here's who we are and here's what we do. You're asking them specific questions about what they want and need, right? Right. That's For awesome. Yeah, somebody downloads a white paper, we'll say, hey, want to check in with you if you had any questions or any clarifications. Would you like me to send you some examples or a demo? Um, based on the response, we'll know what to do. May he might say, yeah, sure, I would love more information. Uh, if we send him more information, maybe we'll follow up a week later and say, hey, just wanted to make sure if you had any questions about what I sent you, do you think it will be appropriate for us to jump on a quick call? Mm -hmm. A lead might say, sure, let's jump on a call. But wait, I'm not sure he's the right fit for me now, so <laughs> let me ask him a quick question. Sure, would love to show you a demo. Before we jump on a call, I had a quick question for you. How many transactions are you doing per year? How many employees work at your company? What's your annual revenue? Depends on how you qualify your leads. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. And so we started the conversation in the story around marketing, uh, handing off to sales. So now that this tool is in place, gathering this data, having conversations, what does that look like to the marketer? And then can you talk about what it looks like to sales as it passes? Right. So from a marketer standpoint, uh, obviously he has to define, we call it sequences, okay. but just think of it, think of it or a playbook. And a playbook would be based on what we already know about that lead, a lead that came from requested a demo versus follow-up after a trade show or maybe a reactivation of a lead that uh, has gone stale or gone cold and you want to maybe try and revive that lead. Each one might have a different type of playbook. That playbook will include um, a basic sequence of how you want to communicate, but then how do you, you want to handle objections, what type of questions you want to ask, and also what you want to do uh, what type of call to actions mm -hmm. you want to have the emails to have. Typically, we're trying to drive to a handover to a human. Right. Uh, so you want to define those rules. Maybe you would say uh, SMB lead will go to this sales rep and maybe uh, large enterprises will go to a different type of rep. What the salespeople see is they basically see meetings on their calendar. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving it okay. already. <laughs> so once the lead is qualified, uh, we'll say, great. The best next step now is that you talk to David, our sales specialist. We copy him, copy David on the email. But our 
a sales assistant actually takes it to the next level and actually goes ahead and schedules a meeting directly into the rep's calendar. So it doesn't just stop by handing it over. It does the whole scheduling. Very nice. Now, is, that, is the scheduling automated too, where you pick a date and time and then it automatically sets the calendar? Is that how it works? Right. So it's, uh, I like saying it's a combination of Calendarly and XAI. Okay. And what I mean by that is that we typically provide the available dates in the email itself. And the way we develop the technology is that it doesn't matter when the prospect opens the email, he will always see dates in the future and available dates, so it never becomes stale. He can either reply and say, hey, give me more dates, or he can click a little link and then view a calendar and choose. Or he can choose one of the available options directly. That's amazing. So it's it's uh, not only effective from a standpoint of extending the conversation, gathering the data, but it's making the salesperson, the marketing person more efficient. Absolutely. So uh -huh. we are, in essence, think of it, we are removing the manual repetitive tasks yeah. of answering questions, asking questions, and doing the scheduling from the sales reps. We providing marketing a tool to have two-way conversations at scale with prospects. Um, so we basically automating two parts of the, uh, I would say, two ends of the stick, if you will. Right, right. So let's let's talk because I know like if if I'm going to buy this, and you're telling me how this works, I'm going to want to say, well, what does it look like to implement? I mean, how fast? Um, what's needed? And these conversations, I mean, sometimes I, like when I'm working and I know, I can tell I'm interacting with AI, right? Right. Um, and I might be a little bit afraid to send emails out that are like robots. Right. Um, is that something that you're able to, from the playbook perspective or the conversations and questions you create, it overcomes that kind of challenge or fear for people? Right. So there's two fears. So first of all, Nothing that comes out of a system w um, is something we make up, okay? It's not AI that we will determine a new answer that never existed before. Everything is scripted in the sense that the marketers can approve how they want to respond okay. to various uh, questions and objections and how to ask a qualification question. So this part is very rule-based. Where technology comes into play is one is understanding those emails, what people are saying, understanding intent, understanding um, understanding the mood of the person. It's knowing to then reconstruct an email that might include a response to a question and a follow-up question and a call to action. Oh, that's beautiful. All right. Yeah. Um, we d know to do clever A-B testing, so you can test various type of responses. And we do humanization. We humanize those emails by adding contextual greetings. For example, if I send an email in, in Monday morning, I might say, hope you had a great weekend, following up on my previous email, yada, yada. Okay. And, and uh, I might uh, end the email by saying, hey, hope you have a great weekend, if it's a Friday. Very nice. So based on timing, it'll actually plug those in for you. And right. Okay. So that's a humanization factor. Right. Uh, from a, I guess from a pure onboarding perspective, um, are the playbooks already written and scripted, or is that something the the person who purchases this and implements it would have to do themselves? So a little bit of everything. So okay. we have a lot of things that are out of the box. For example, one insight we have into this market is that in various industries, the type of questions that leads ask and the type of interactions, 80% is the same. 
I'm too busy. I'm not the right person. I just want more information. Right. Send me a case study. <laughs> Do you have a free trial? Are you GDPR compliant? Yeah. <laughs> uh, contact me in three months. Uh, out of office responses and knowing how to follow up on those. Those are similar, and we already pre-trained our engine to know to handle those use cases. Okay. Now, when somebody asks you a question about pricing, how every company wants to respond might might be different, right? One company, you know, first of all, different pricing, right? So mm -hmm. every company can enter their response, but also determine they can also say, okay, if it's a small company, um, you know follow up with a qualification question. If it's a big company, uh, go ahead and answer the question and introduce a real rep to the conversation. And those are the type of things you can do in the playbook. And we have connectors to lead enrichment services to help, uh, to help us get as much information as we can about the lead, to help us know how to uh, conduct the right, uh, what type of questions to ask and how to conduct the rest of the conversation. Okay, that's interesting. So. Let me let me toss something else out to you. We didn't talk about this pre-show or anything, but um, we're talking about one person coming in from a company. Mm -hmm. But what happens if you have five people and they're f coming from different groups, different the finance teams looking, the procurement teams looking, the buyers, the user, and you have you have this herd. <laughs> mm -hmm. That would be great, right? If you have a herd, how how does this uh, how do the conversations start? Are they the same conversations with people, or is it based on how they interact with the site and the information that they take away. Right. So I think what you're asking is do you, what type of ABM <laughs> capabilities we have, right? Like account-based marketing where you can have yeah, yeah. a different conversation with different type of roles. Right. One company comes in, but there's four different people looking right. at your product. So what we have done to date is you can define what we call persona-based conversations. So based on a title or industry, you might want to change the way you talk in a specific email, okay. okay, or maybe even how you respond to a certain question. What we don't do yet is say, hey, I've been speaking to Johnny uh, and Julie about it. Uh, have you synced up with them? So we're not that sophisticated yet, but our hope is to get to that point at, uh, in the future sometime. Okay. Right now, we still are not, we don't have that awareness that we're talking to two different people at the same company. Okay, very cool. Yeah, and I know there's um, companies that do that IP-based um, identification of companies coming in and and, uh, yeah. and those type of things. But too, because so it's email, we know based on the domain name. It's very easy to know. Yeah, okay. so <laughs> yeah, it makes sense unless they're going mm -hmm. from the Google account or something like right. that. You know, right, right. Re like researchers do. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to say I do that every once in a while when I'm trying to dig for information. Um, all right, so this is fascinating, number one. I, I see the value in it, uh, the efficiencies gained. I can see it potentially aligning sales and marketing around that playbook, right? Correct. Is it So from the playbook perspective, is that an exercise in and of itself where you they pull down what you've created from templates and then sales and marketing goes through a checklist and says that question, that question, that question, or do they work together or is that is it done independently? I'm just curious. Have you ever heard of a sales and marketing team that works together? <laughs> I haven't. So. But your playbook could be the thing that brings <laughs> them together. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the reality right now it is that typically there's one team is buying either marketing and sales. And okay. if it's if it's sales, typically it will be sales operation and kind of the SDR team who are looking for a multiplier to the SDRs. And then they say, just bring, bring on all the leads. We'll take care of it. Right. And sometimes it's a marketing who says, okay, I'm not going to bombard you with leads, but I'm now going to make sure that every lead is followed up, nurtured, and qualified before I 
hand it over to you. So it really depends. Okay. What we learned is that if it's marketing, typically they feel more comfortable with uh, writing the copy and emails because that's what they know to do. When it sells, they a little bit struggle more with that. But we provide uh, additional services to help companies write professional copy. We use a third-party service that we have partnered with uh, because, you know, you can have as much automation as you want if uh, your message is not right, right. <laughs> if your copy is not right, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Well, and I think, too, for bigger bigger brands, um, they have a voice, right. right? And they want that voice to be uh, a certain, I know they certain way, they put their people through training who are Correct. on the phones and things like that. So uh, as we wrap up here, I, I kind of want to ask a, a question. So the company is called Exceed dot ai right um so tell me a little bit about the name because it sounds like it's incredibly relevant to the outcome of what this tool can do for a business right so our goal is that exceed will be a verb okay so in the future every sales and marketing team will exceed the marketing and sales operation will oh, exceed their goals that's awesome and will exceed <laughs> the revenue using exceed of course Ex exceed expectations right exceed expectation yeah. what what you using Marketo and I don't know <laughs> I don't know anybody <laughs> to get offended. <laughs> you should you should just exceed your leads. Wow! Stop doing that. Start exceeding your leads. Yeah, well it's almost like uh, everybody says, "Hey, I'll give me a Kleenex." Right. right. It used to be Webex. Right. Today yeah, it's becoming it Zoom. But yeah. oh, let's Google it. Let's Zoom it. Let's Kleenex it. I want yeah. people to just exceed their leads. That's brilliant. Brilliant brand. Uh, brilliant mind. So let's. To, to kind of wrap this up, I really want to give you an opportunity to um, tell people how to get a hold of uh, this particular product, to get a demo, to trial it, um, and how to reach out to you if they have any questions. Sure. So obviously, everybody's welcome to come to uh, Exceed AI, www.exceed.ai. Um, I haven't said it in this call, but we also have a website chat that can do take this playbook and have a chat conversation. So you can either chat with our chat chat or sign up to uh, request a demo and then either Emily or Alice which are virtual assistants of Exceed will follow up with you and help you schedule a demo with one of our sales reps. That's very cool. Um, so what are you up to from you're in Cleveland, Ohio mm -hmm. and thank you for coming to Ohio from <laughs> Israel from wherever you were this this month yeah. but uh, so where are you off to next and you know what what does the future look like? Right so first of all in Cleveland there's a a marketing AI conference, um, first of its kind, where you have uh, all the a few innovative companies are coming here to present their solutions around marketing. It's not just about lead management, there's advertisement, content, all sorts of solutions. There's over 300 uh, marketing leaders who came here, and that's why I'm here. Uh, first time in Cleveland. Welcome. Uh, have a, I have an excuse finally to come here. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what next for me? So I split my time between the uh, United States and Tel Aviv in Israel. This is where our engineering team is. And next month I'll probably go. There's a self-development conference in San Francisco. Then I think there's a Gartner conference. So I'm busy between conferences, visiting customers, and uh, closing deals. That's fantastic. You're out here having conversations. Real conversations, yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate you being on the show today. Um, I was thrilled when I met you at the last conference. Great to have you as a, a, an online friend and now a personal friend. And um, I, I really want everybody to take a look at exceed.ai. 
If you're in marketing, you're having the challenges that Elon talked about, or you're in sales and you wish your marketing team could do what Elon says the marketing team should do, you should reach out, <laughs> contact them, get a demo, trial this thing. It's amazing. I've seen it firsthand. Um, I've had a chance to hear multiple success stories, and uh, you won't be sorry. So thanks, Elon, for joining us on the show. Thank and I hope to have you back yeah. if, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. Next time in Columbus. Next time in Columbus. <laughs> You're right. Next time in Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. Um, so here's an idea. How about if I start emailing and then I have a podcast with your email? Conversational, right? You can try Emily. <laughs> She'll be thrilled. Yeah, I'll see if I can get Emily on the show next time. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, that was an incredibly fast 26 minutes and packed full of great information. And you are now introduced to an amazing technology that can exceed your expectations. So follow up with exceed.ai. Uh, if you want to reach me, my name is Dan Harris. I'm on LinkedIn at Danny D. Harris. Until next time, have a great week. Have a great day. Have a great year. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's Minds On B2B podcast. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe. Also, feel free to share this episode with your peers and colleagues so we can keep bringing you quality content from the best minds in B2B. Until next time, from all of us at Minds On, have a great week.